0: Welcome to Bonjour Bitch! My name is Charlotte and I'm many things, but most importantly for this podcast, I am multicultural and sometimes a bitch. We're going to talk about everything from relationships to daily life, all from a multicultural point of view. Each week I'll be accompanied by the most amazing guests to delve further into topics that really affect us all. You'd better get ready for it, bitches! So hello everyone, today I am here with the lovely Savannah Darnell, singer, songwriter and dancer. Welcome Savannah. Hello, thank you. Thank you for coming on to Bonjour Bitch and today we are going to be discussing falling in love. So whereabouts did you grow up and where is your family originally from?
1: So I grew up in a small little village called Dinnington. And that's in Sheffield. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, the confused face was like, "Um, yes.
1: Yeah, no one has heard of Dinnington. So I usually just say, oh, yeah, I'm from Sheffield. But I feel like growing up in a small village has impacted my life big time. Yeah. And then my mum and dad, my dad is from New York, the Bronx, and my mum is from Sheffield.
0: So a big difference in between Dinnington and the Bronx. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And supposedly he moved there for your mum.
1: He did, yes. Aww. Yes, moved over because they had me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, which elements of, you know, the varied cultures did your father pass on to you, for example, coming from the Bronx?
1: So, I think I've just learnt from my dad um, a lot of things, actually. He's a very, very wise man. He um, He's about the no-label kind of thing. He's He's been a thing of no labels and no... So we've never grown up actually thinking about that we're biracial, multicultural, like we've actually, he's never actually put that label on us. Mm. So we've actually grown up with no labels. He's a thing where doesn't believe in labels. Everyone's biracial. Everyone's multicultural. So, yeah, that's how we've grown up. And... He's just passed that on to all his kids. So yeah, that's one big thing that I've learned from my dad.
0: All his kids, how many kids oh. does he have?
1: Uh-oh, just <laughs> dropped my dad in it.
0: <laughs> he has he
1: has eight kids.
0: Oh my God. Yes. Wow, yeah. numerous family. That I must know. be amazing though. It's,
1: it's great when we all get together and we're so close, so it's just the best, yeah. Do you
0: all live quite close or do some of them live in the States?
1: Yeah, so there's two that live in the States, all the rest in England. And yeah, so we make sure every year we we all get together.
0: That's so nice. It's so lovely. That's so amazing. amazing.
1: Yeah. Do you regard being multicultural as an advantage? So I get this question a lot, you know, I just feel like I've never even thought about it like that because growing up with a dad that is not about labels at all, I feel like I haven't even labeled myself to that. Being a dancer, singer, obviously you do get sent for auditions if you are multicultural or biracial mm. and only mixed race people allowed at this audition. And I just find that absolutely crazy. I don't think it's, um, it's been an advantage an advantage for me or a disadvantage. Yeah. I just feel like I've grown up with this no label mindset so i don't feel like it's changed anything really
0: do you have both nationalities
1: yes so you yeah. got my american passport and a british passport. so that's
0: like me i'm french and british amazing and i actually grew up in geneva Ah, oh, i love geneva and it's a lovely place although when you get to your teens it becomes very limited oh really yeah it's a, it's a small place it's like diddington oh I was- <laughs> I do love Geneva though, Dinnington, Geneva, Mm, no. And yeah, I think very much like you as a kid, I never even thought about it. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, I even spoke two languages as mother tongues. So for me, it was was just normal to feel at home yet feel different. Yes. And, but I never put a label onto it. And I think multiculturality, it's only in the last few years where I've even thought about it specifically mm-hmm. my husband's Spanish and so I think that's where I've seen even more that culture plays such a big role in who you are and how it forms you. Yes. But I do understand your point of not labeling it not even thinking about it. Yeah. It it really I think it comes as you grow older as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, it's just not really been a thing that we've even like spoken about really. Like obviously I know that I've got an American passport, like amazing. And every time I tell my friends I've got an American passport, they're like, you're so lucky, why are you here? And why are you not in America? I was like, when Donald Trump is, is away, I exactly. will be over there.
0: <laughs> hey, that's a whole other yes, subject. That's a whole <laughs> other podcast. <laughs> um, do you feel that your background has helped you or hindered you professionally? Because your dad is from a musical background,
1: correct? Yes, correct. I feel like with my dad, Being in the music industry, I have had a lot of contacts which I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for my dad. So him inspiring me from a young age was a great thing anyway. So growing up watching him was absolutely amazing. And I'm so glad I had that because I think that that's what made me want to be a performer, um, singer, songwriter. So very glad I had that. And then he introduced me to a lot of people that are now in my life, like my agent, was in a show with my dad back in the day yeah so that's my agent and then the first choreographer that um booked me for a big tour he was in a show with my dad as well so i feel like it's just such a small world and it's just amazing i'm very grateful that um my dad was was able to introduce me to all these great people and
0: just for anybody who doesn't know your dad's artistic name
1: is kid creole yes yeah back in the 80s
0: my sister and I actually know about Kid Krill because my dad still has a vinyl of Kid Krill. Stop it. Yes, that's hilarious. So, and we always used to find it hilarious that it was, his name was Kid Krill and the coconuts. Yes, that's right, right? Yes, Kid Krill yep. and the coconuts. That's the one. So as kids, we used to find that hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I love that. Um,
0: but hey ho. <laughs> One question I did want to ask you is, have you ever felt misunderstood in previous relationships? And if so, why?
1: Um, Previous relationships, wow. Um, I feel like, I must have been misunderstood because I'm not with them now, am I? (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like previous relationships, there's just been a thing where maybe I've not been ready for that relationship, they've not been ready for that relationship and you know, the game playing in relationships where it's just like, yeah, over it. So at that point, there was just a lot of game playing. And I feel like that's where I was misunderstood. Maybe sometimes it was me playing the games, it was them playing the games. And we just never, never gelled the way that we should have gelled. And there was always something that was just stopping it. So I feel like in that sense, yes, maybe the intentions behind it, the communication. Yeah, there's just a lot to a lot of it that I could have been misunderstood yeah I
0: think the older they get even the more you learn as well and I think there's a certain 100%. point when you know I remember when I met my husband I was very much like don't want to play games this is me on yes. a good day on a bad day if you like it take it if you don't leave it done I'm not wasting
1: any time 100 percent. it's all about that communication and just being straight just being yeah. like look I'm not here to play games <laughs>
0: so you are in a current relationship. I am. And before you met your current partner, you appeared on Love Island. I did. So tell me a bit how that experience affected you and your search for love in the real
1: world. So that experience was crazy. Wow, that was in 2018 now. that, that How long were you on Love Island for? It was literally like a week. It was a very quick experience it affected me a lot more than people expected it to affect me because they just saw me on screens for like 2 seconds yeah. because i didn't have a lot of airtime i wasn't giving them a story that they wanted to put
0: no out drama there. no drama
1: i'm not the kind of drama gal so i kind of guess it that wasn't for me but experiencing that whole experience i'm so glad i did it because it made me who i am today and i learned a lot about myself going through that experience it was a hard roller coaster of an experience. I, I hit a real low in that point of my life. I was depressed when I came out. I didn't want to see anybody. Um, I was just kind of like playing with boys that didn't deserve my mm. my attention. They were just playing with me because they saw me on a TV show in England. It was just, yeah, It was it was a crazy experience.
0: Do you think with hindsight, it also taught you a bit about what you don't want more 100. than what you want.
1: Yes, 100%. Like I feel like I had to go through that to realise that that is not what I want and that's not what I need and that's not what I deserve. And before that, I feel like that's I didn't know that. I didn't know what I deserved. I didn't know what I didn't want. But going through that, I completely learned what I need in my How life. How old
0: were you, if you don't mind me asking, when you went on Love Island?
1: 22. Okay, so 22. you were quite young. Yes, yeah.
0: And do you feel if you went on Love Island today, so on for example the current season that's happening in South Africa, Mm -hmm. do you feel that you would approach it in a different way? I feel like
1: I was so baffled with the way that TV works. I thought everyone was innocent, everyone was there for you. I think I was just very naive and I still think I would have been like that to this day if I hadn't have experienced it. I thought the producers were on my side. I thought like, I just thought a lot of things that TV world is not. So I I think I would still have been naive if I hadn't have gone through that. I would have been like, oh yeah, they're all nicey-nicey all on my side when really I had to go through that to realize that that's not, that's not yeah. the case in some in some parts.
0: Why did you go on it? you don't mind me asking
1: so it's a funny story actually the beginning of that year beginning of 2018 I said to myself I always write down goals and a list of what I want to achieve in that year I love it getting your manifestation so I wrote down a list of to-do's and I said to myself this year it's funny this year I want to Experienced something crazy that I've never ever experienced before in my whole entire life. I was just like, "That's what I want to do. I want to just want to put myself out of my comfort zone and do it." And also on my list was I want a blue tick on Instagram. And I love did, it. How funny is that? And I didn't know how two I was going to get two stone. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know how I was going to get it. I didn't even think about Love Island as a as a as a thing that year. Yeah. I just knew I wanted to be out of my comfort zone, and I knew I was going to get a blue tick that year. So. In March time, they actually Instagrammed me. Oh, really? Yeah, and one of the casting um, directors Instagrammed me and said, we would love to see you for this new dating show. They couldn't say Love Island. Through DM, we'd love to see you through this new dating show. Please give us a ring on blah blah blah. So I gave them a ring. They're like, "Yeah, we want to see you and um, come down to the ITV studios next week. And we want to we want to see you for this show." I was like, "It's Love Island, isn't it?" It's Love Island. So you know what? I was like, "Let me experience this. Yeah, let's see where the journey takes me." I spoke to my mom. She was like, "You know what? Just do it. Yeah, why not? See, see where it takes you." And I said, "You know, I'm gonna go for this journey. And if I don't get it, whatever. It was a journey. See, just see where it takes me." And I got very into the journey and I was like, yes, yes, I I, want to get I want to get into it. I want to get into it.
0: Is there one point where you genuinely thought you might find love?
1: Hmm, I thought I might find a fling. Okay, I didn't think I was going to find love through a TV show, but I think it was all because of the experience that made me want to do it. I'm not gonna lie, I I didn't go on it because I was like, I'm going to find love. I want to find love. It was like, I'm gonna experience something crazy this year and something that puts me out of my comfort zone and that certainly put me out of my comfort zone.
0: And it changed your life visibly. Yeah,
1: it really did. For the better though. For the better, yes. I had to go through a little bit of a, before the.
0: I think everyone does though. Yes. You know, you have to sort of know what your low point is, what you don't want to then realize actually, that's done, I've experienced it, it's yeah. passed, and now there's only upwards from here.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And that's the best way to do it. Better mm-hmm. for it to happen at 22
1: rather than yes. later on in life. Definitely, yeah. How did you meet your current boyfriend? Oh, Instagram. Really? Yes. <laughs> who DM'd I'm- who? He DM'd me, but I actually made the first move. So I was just scrolling one day on my Instagram, saw him on my explore page. I went onto his profile and he had like 14.9K followers or something, I was like, oh, he's not gonna see me. So I just went through his pictures, liked a few pictures, you know, cause I wanted the attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, if he doesn't see my likes and he doesn't like any back, whatever, like, yeah. I'll just shove it Fair to the side. Five minutes later, there he is liking my stuff on my profile. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, but then he just liked my stuff. So I was like, is he okay? What, what's, what's he playing at? So I went back onto his profile, followed him, and then he followed back, and then he watched my story, and then he popped up to my story. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. And when I tell people that story, it's like, Instagram, that's crazy. But I feel like it's, it's the new it's the you new know dating what? App. It's
0: going to happen one way or another. And nowadays, it's so varied and so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just missed out on the whole dating app thing because I'd met my husband just before.
1: Yeah, when
0: Grinder was still happening. And yeah. I remember saying to one of my friends who was on Grinder, "They should do that for straight people. It would work so well." Hey ho, could have invented Tinder. But you anyway, could have
1: invented it. I know, wow. I know. How did you know he was the one for you? It was just a feeling that I've never, ever felt before with anyone else.
0: Once you'd met him or through the photos? So
1: through the photos, I was like, he's fit. <laughs> like, obviously there's fitties out there on Instagram. I'm like, whoa, fitty, fitty, fitty. But not not yet. Not. I was looking at his pictures thinking, wow, he's gorgeous. But to be honest, when I was looking at his Instagram, I thought he messes with girls' emotions. I was like, he is not the one. I just thought it would just be a little, ooh. ooh, ooh but then when we actually started talking because we started getting in deep conversations from like day one all this via instagram via instagram in dms like i think he sent me a video of himself in the first two hours of us talking i sent a voice note in the first three hours of us talking it was like it just was a weird feeling like i'd known him before in like a past life and i know that's crazy no but i actually felt like I'd known him and I said that to him early on and I said, I actually feel like I've known you before. And he was like, I'm so glad you said that because I feel the exact same. I was like, Aww. wow, I'm glad you feel the same. Because <laughs> it would have been awkward if you didn't feel the same. Yeah. So it was just this crazy feeling of like, knowing that I've, feeling like I've known him before. We had so much in common. The first date was great. We just had too much banter. We had the same sense of humor just the chat was just flow, flow, flowing, flowing, flowing. And that's that's just how I knew. How long did it take you to actually meet up? So we started talking at the end of September and our first date was on the 8th of October. So it got to the point where we were talking like every day, voice noting, and I was like, this is gonna fizzle if we don't see each other. Yeah, I was up in Sheffield at the time because I'd just come back from tour. So I was, like, coming down back and forth to London for, like, jobs. So I remember telling him, I was, like, I'm in London for a couple of days. Like, if you want to meet up, let's mm. do it. And he was, like, yep, great. See you at Swingers 7 p.m. tonight. I was, like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so I met up with him and yeah
0: just... swingers the mini golf club right? yes okay yeah, no, I just that. just for anybody <laughs> sorry, who hasn't sorry. been to swingers i've been to swingers too and i remember when I, my husband told me let's go to swingers i was like um i do not want to leave my car key in a pot thank you very
1: much <laughs> yes yeah, sorry the mini golf place guys
0: <laughs> um in your opinion what are the three key things to have in a relationship
1: so me and my boyfriend have been long distance for a while i went on tour straight away when we became official so I went on tour for five weeks and I was on a tour bus with rubbish Wi-Fi I was doing shows every night wow and I was like oh my god we've just become boyfriend and girlfriend and I'm just off I'm off for five weeks and I was like how is this gonna how is this gonna work I was really worried. Um, but the one thing that just kept us both sane was just communication. We had to be straight with each other. We had to we had to tell each other how we're feeling twenty four seven, truthful. And if we didn't have that communication in those five weeks when I was on tour, it would have been a shambles. And I can't believe we got through it because we'd literally become official and I was just off. So communication is key. Good test though. Yeah, 100%. I I was trying to think in that way. I was like, this is a great test. It's the beginning of our relationship. See if it's gonna actually work. And it did work because communication is key. Yeah. I feel like that is number one. I feel like people are out here playing games, not wanting to reply four hours later, showing that they don't care. It's crazy. Yeah. And as soon as I said to him, I'm, I'm not about playing games, I'm not about gonna replying five hours later if you reply four hours later. It's all about that communication, that truthful communication. Yeah,
0: I agree. For me, it would be all about honesty. So it's quite similar yes. still. Yeah, But it is about that, you know, if you're feeling a certain way at that moment, say it.
1: 100%. And, you
0: know, I remember with my husband, when we met and we started dating, I've said to him, I was like, look, I want to know the truth and I will always be truthful with you, even if it hurts. Mm -hmm. And it's down to even just silly things. You know, sometimes I'll rock out of my dressing room and I'm like, hard, I look fabulous. And he's like, you look shit. I'm like, well, you know what? Screw you. I love it. I love it. It's just, I always know where he stands. And even, I mean, we've been together for nearly seven years now. I think we've had two arguments. Amazing. But because we're always so honest, so we'll never let it escalate to the point of hating each other's guts durably. Uh, Yeah, yeah. the two arguments we had were quite bad. Mm -hmm. And they stemmed from, I can't even remember why we started them. Exactly. And it was more a question of, we were too proud to admit defeat in any way. Mm -hmm. But I just think being completely honest about everything, even the things that can hurt, it's just better to know exactly where the other one stands. Like that, there's no gray area. There's no well, you didn't say this or that or nah. yeah,
1: yeah. Keeping each other in the dark—that's another thing that just not to do. It's the worst thing. Um, yeah, it's just being just being truthful. I 100% agree with everything yeah. you said.
0: What advice would you give to our listeners who are looking to meet a long-term partner?
1: I feel like before meeting my current boyfriend, I was just on the search. I was looking at relationships on Instagram all the time I'm like that's what I want that's what I want that's what I need searching for it just constantly the day that I was like I'm fine with myself I'm happy with myself I am fine in my own company was the day that I found Joelle and Joel's my boyfriend by the way sorry <laughs> I just just came out with it <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, says, it, says, it was the day I found God. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so so dramatic. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot of my friends as well are on the search for it, and I say to them, don't search for it because that's when it will. That's when it will arrive.
0: I agree, and I think to push it even more to that point, I think you have to be happy within yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with who you are. Yes, and be content with just you. And I also find that that's when you're most attractive and most beautiful to other people. Exactly. Uh, I remember quite the same to you. I had sworn off men about two months before I met my husband.
1: Really? I was
0: just like, I don't need a man in my life. I have my career. I have my things. Don't need a man. Yeah. Doesn't bring anything to my life. And then we got introduced by friends in common. And it was instant. That's
1: crazy. Within
0: three months, he moved from Spain to here. So... Not for me. We always
1: said he moved for his career. Not for me. Great. Amazing. No
0: dependency. No.
1: Yeah. So it's like you had to be like, no, don't want don't want a man in my life. It's cool. It's fine. And then boom.
0: I just also think it's more sane because otherwise you're constantly looking for something that you don't have and longing yes. for something that you don't have. And that can and be if, draining. Yeah. And exhausting. I mean, you know, I see some of my friends that... um Not many are still single, but they were single in the first few years of my relationship. Mm -hmm. And they were constantly, you know, dressing up on Saturdays, going out. My sister, who is back there, by the way. Um. Sister! Is single, and sometimes, you know, I hear some of her Tinder stories, and some of her, I mean, I won't divulge any on air, but it's draining, and it's exhausting. And you know, you try, and you try, and then you put yourself back out there, and you think, Oh, I've got hope this time and it's just you know I just find it exhausting and as cheesy as this sounds I do think that RuPaul's mantra is the best if you can't love yourself how the hell are you going to love somebody else I know
1: it is true though as cheesy as it is it is true
0: you have to love yourself and then you can fall in love and then you can find the right one because he or she will probably find you.
1: Exactly. I, when I was going through that stage of absolutely hating myself, I just was just depressed. I was upset with the way I looked. I, there was no way I loved myself. I was attracting the wrong kind of boys. The wrong kind of boys were coming into my path because I didn't feel love for myself. Yeah. So how are they going to feel love for you? Yeah,
0: exactly. And as
1: soon as I put the self-work in, I was listening to podcasts, I was actually loving myself again. And then that's how he came. It's crazy, isn't it? So how long have you been together now? So it feels like an eternity because I feel like I've known him in my past life. <laughs> but it's been, it's literally been, I feel awful saying this, because everyone's like, oh, you're still in your honeymoon period, but it's really not. But it's been like five months now. Oh. Yeah, the the new, the new new newlyweds.
0: Oh, <laughs> but it's nice. Yes, yeah. And you know what? If it feels right, it just feels right. You just know. I know. I know. When it's effortless, I feel that you know. I always remember people telling me, "You just know."
1: Yeah.
0: And now sounds like oh, it's bullshit. No, you don't. And then literally, it just felt so easy. And natural mm-hmm. and you know I didn't feel that oh my god I have to wake up early to go and put makeup on yeah oh none my of god that. I have to pick the pajamas I'm wearing so that they're oh. like really nice they can't be like my really comfy pajamas
1: because they look terrible yes.
0: and all those things and you know I can wear my comfy knickers
1: around him as well and 100% it just felt good When people used to tell me when you know, you know, I've been like, shut up. Like, how, how, how? And now I know that that quote is completely right. There's no fighting against it. There's no, it feels a bit uneasy. It's just, you know. Has he met your parents? He's met my mom. Hasn't met my dad yet. I feel like my dad's got to the point where he's like, until you are, you know about this guy, that's when I want to meet him. So I'm just gonna wait a little bit to meet the dad because you know what dads can be like with their daughters. Even though I'm so sure about him, I feel like dad can just be a bit, yeah, you know what the dads are like.
0: Yeah, I I do, but I also think, I remember when I introduced my dad to all of my exes, Mm. all, it makes me sound terrible. I had a few, not that many. But I remember that the day I introduced my husband Antonio, it was completely different. And also the way in which I introduced them, it wasn't over a dinner. Mm. We went with my parents and Antonio and I to see the Rolling Stones in Hyde Park, all four of us. Oh, amazing. And I thought, you know what, if it goes badly, there's music, we don't need to speak, it's fine. Yeah. If it goes great, we're sharing an insane memory, all of us together. Yeah. And at one point, my mum and I eclipsed ourselves and were like, we're going to buy frozen yogurt, bye. And he just looked at me with eyes of, I can't believe you're just leaving me here like this. And they were sitting on the grass in Hyde Park, waiting for the next act to start. And I think my dad asked him something along the lines of, why do you like Charlotte? And apparently he answered, I find her fascinating. And then they just got talking and then they just bonded. And within a few months, my dad was like his biggest fan and was telling
1: me not to fuck it up. No, that is great. Yeah. I love that.
0: He was just like, don't mess this one up. And I was like, well, I won't. It's clear, like, clearly you have your preference. And he was just like, yeah, if ever you break up, I'll still be in contact with him. I was like, okay, fair enough, great to know. Wow,
1: they're besties now. Oh,
0: and to this day, they all tell me, like, if you fuck this up, because there's no question it would come from, from him. him. No, no, it's me. It's only me that can mess this up. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were all like, oh, if you divorce, you know, we'll always have Antonio in our life, whether you like it or not. I'm like, great, yes. Wow. I'm not planning on doing anything bad, but good to know. Yes. Thank you for the loyalty family. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so yeah. that went down
1: well, meeting exactly. the dad, yes. But
0: I would recommend doing it in a bit of a unique... It takes the pressure off.
1: Yes, not in a way that you've done it before. No. Yeah, that's a good That's oh. a good idea. You'll have
0: to tell me how you do it. Yes, I will. <laughs> it's time for... The bitch fire round! I will ask you a question, give you basically two options to answer. The more we go through, the quicker it goes. Okay. So, first example is dog or cat? Dog. So, let's get started. Okay. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Bath or shower? Bath. ASOS or Zara? ASOS. Sweet or savoury? Sweet. Coffee or tea? Tea. Winter or summer? Summer. City or countryside? City. Vintage or new? Vintage. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Of course, well, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that blue tick, by the way?
1: I did get that blue tick. Yay! Yay.
0: <laughs> well, listen, Savannah, thank you so much for coming. It was lovely to have you here. Can you just remind us of your social media handles,
1: please? Yes, it is underscore Savannah Darnell. Um, I'm also on YouTube, and I'm starting a YouTube channel with The Boyf. Ooh! So it's not out yet, but keep an eye out because it will be out soon.
0: And what are you going to be chatting about
1: with him? So we'll be doing challenges. We'll be doing relationship advice. We'll be talking about all the long-distance relationship tips for people out there and pranks and, yes, cooking as well. We're both vegan, so we'll be doing all the vegan fast food reviews and cooking vegan food and all that. Sounds
0: amazing. Yeah, Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Remember to tune in next Monday for a brand new episode and please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us out. We'll see you then. Au revoir, bitches.